Sarah Gabriel, singer with Springwater vocals, I'm quoting The Guardian here, <laughs> actor, writer, collaborative artist, Finzi scholar, one of the first ones, actually, that the Trust had, and erstwhile trustee. Have I covered everything there? Oh, so? yes, comprehensively, yes. <laughs> comprehensively, good. Well, the obvious question then is, what are you most drawn to? I'm most drawn to something which I think probably feels like a bit of a, an old trope, uh, but I am most drawn to a really good story. That should have grown into a tree. The hazel bush. When I first started doing music, when I was little and I was playing the piano and the cello, everything I played was a story in my head. Um, I remember every key on the piano having a name and a character. Um, and a voice that wasn't exactly the same as the note I was playing. So I think for a Brilliant. long time, <laughs> I didn't even know I was telling myself stories all the time. When by there comes a brother and ever since then, I think I've still been telling stories. I, I realised quite early on that the, the genre, the type of music, the style of the music, uh, the era, none of that mattered to me as much as the story that it was telling. And that seems very clear from your discography, because you go from jazz, improv, musical theatre, right the way through to opera um, and standard recital fare as well. So you really do bridge all those genres. It, out of that, where do you feel most comfortable? Is it more towards the storytelling end, the theatrical? Well, this is a surprise to me because I think my assumption had been, well, surely the, the place where I will want to be most of all is opera. But actually, I, it's not. Um, I love opera. I've really loved the opera roles I've, I've played and, the, and the, the operas I've been immersed, immersed in as an audience member and as a performer. But the thing I really, really have been enjoying, I realise, all the time, all along, is the connection, the very direct connection you get in uh, storytelling in songs. So it seems to be on a much smaller scale in a way that I find it most thrilling when you've got everybody in a room together and it feels utterly symbiotic and, and the audience has an understanding that they are contributing to what's happening on stage. And so where does the Finzi scholarship fit into this? Because I want to introduce a note of envy here. I'm an Italophile <laughs> and I note that you went to Bologna. Uh, how, how long for was it gone? Make me really envious. Oh, I was ever so lucky. I went for a couple of months oh. and I, I, I cannot tell you how fortunate I was and how Please don't. <laughs> very nostalgic I feel about it every time I think about it. it, it I mean, it wasn't without a certain amount of um, calculation when I heard about the Finzi scholarships because at the time I knew I wanted to train more seriously as a singer and I knew also therefore I should be learning languages and I should be um, experiencing as much of uh, European languages as I could. I also realised that I had lots of really wonderful 
teaching from different teachers, but I wanted to immerse myself in Italian language and culture because that's where I felt I had the biggest gap. I'd always been a Francophile actually, and but I didn't know enough about Italy and the language and singing the language. Um, so I, I applied to study in Bologna and Venice. Um, I must confess, and I'm sure the trustees will be aware of this uh, by now, that I completed my form probably quite last minute. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only person who's done that. Probably not. So I not. Sort of thought, well, I know Bologna is supposed to be really wonderful. You know, I'm sure I'm not. But I remember thinking, oh, well, I, I know Bologna is supposed to be a really wonderful city and the food's supposed to be splendid. And I knew it had a really beautiful opera house and I knew that it was a, a great place for, for music historically. Um embarrassingly I don't think I knew that it had one of the best music libraries in the world until I was in my interview <laughs> and I think someone told me and I I had to nod very knowledgeably and say oh well yes absolutely that's uh, very much a, a matter of interest to me which it was <laughs> when I got there <laughs> oh, well done well done an Italian version of uh, Christopher Marlowe play in a theatre and I thought oh my goodness I understand lots of this Italian and that was really exciting. Was it a little bit of a scholastic oasis or has that Italian experience stayed with you beyond that moment? I I can't pretend to be incredibly scholastic anymore but I think what it did um, teach me and what I've really kept um, from it is an understanding that I really love making my own adventures in music and in performance. So, so if something really excites me, um, so in this instance of sort of finding these unperformed these pieces that hadn't been performed for years and working out whether or not they should be done again, um, I was able to create programs that really meant something to me when I was performing. And I think that's something I've I've kept is this idea of how am I going to craft a story and and turn it into something that is meaningful to me and that I can try and make meaningful for an audience. Let's fast forward to today. What stories are you passionate about telling nowadays? What are you most drawn to in that respect? Oh, I'm going to have to think that's such a great question. Well, thank you very much. It happens to be that a few of the stories I've told recently have been about well-known people, in terms of writing and then performing these stories, well-known people in their moments of quiet. Or, I mean, another version is a sort of before they were famous. Now I'm interested more and more in the tales of people who we may never hear about because of course one of the things about biography which is where I've done quite a lot of my writing and performing is that you have to already be in a certain position of good fortune to have your biography known about so I'm now exploring tinier tales I think part of me loves being a miniaturist I think one of the reasons I really love song perhaps more than opera is because you can tell an incredible story in three minutes. When your father comes to know, son comes. 